Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, wherever you are. My name is Oyin and you are welcome to the Woke Up Podcast. Welcome, welcome all. My name is Oyin, as I said, and we've also, I've also got the amazing Laulu here. And we've hi also guys. Got, hi, 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 hi everybody. Um, <laughs> we've also got Lucille here as well, Lucille Roche, and she um, is a business coach. But as usual, I don't like to introduce um, our guests. I want them to be able to kind of reduce, um, introduce themselves so that they can actually do you know themselves justice as well. So Lisa, do you want to introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Lucille Roach. I am the founder of a company called Asset Business Consultancy. I'm a business startup coach, an author and a public speaker. And my thing is helping women to lay the foundations so that they can build a successful business. Awesome. That's so good. So um, your, your business coach, and actually we love, we love business coaches because I think they're so underrated sometimes in terms mm-hmm. of like the value that you guys add to organizations. We've got a business coach, her name is Daniela Gina. She's the best thing that's ever happened to our yes. business. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for your work that you do in that space. Um, but um, I'm going to hand over to Laulu. So she's going to kind of open mm. up the, the floor for us. We have some shot fire questions for you. Um, so whatever comes to your mind first, just say that and we'll do a few just to get us warmed up. So um, where do you work for? Where do you work from most frequently in your house? My office in my bedroom. Okay. Um, what's your morning routine like? So I pray. So I do my gratitude prayers. I get up, shower, brush my teeth, sit down at my laptop. Uh, what is your favourite item of clothing or go-to item of clothing? Listen, we're in lockdown now. I'm not really wearing many clothes, so um, I, my jumpsuit. So I've got this grey jumpsuit, which is just really comfy. Good, good. Okay, okay. If we're in a zombie apocalypse, what three people are you trying to survive the end of the world with? Morgan Freeman. I just love the sound of his voice and I could listen to him talking all day yeah. long. Anthony Joshua, for obvious reasons, we just need to repopulate the entire world. And who better to do that with than Anthony Joshua? And Oprah Winfrey, because I feel like because she's got this book club and she's read so many books, she could just keep us entertained. I love that. I love that. Um, What's your favourite cuisine or meal that you like? I love lobster. Like, that's my favourite thing. You had lobster yesterday. (laughs) Really? Wait, you need to tell me from where if it was good, because I need that. (laughs) Yes, it was. It was so good. It was amazing. We'll we'll send you those details. Okay. We'll okay. <laughs> um, so if you had to eat one meal every day, what would it be? Fried chicken. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, if aliens landed on Earth tomorrow and offered to take you home with them, would you go? I guess it would depend on what planet they came from and what was on their planet because mm-hmm. yeah because I do feel like that there are universes out there that are kind of similar to ours but just more advanced so I'm happy to do that I don't want to just live on a rock where there's nothing to do <laughs> yeah fair enough um do you have a favorite Disney character oh, do I have a dis- favorite Disney character do you know what and I love Disney as well what was I watching the other day do you know what I'm gonna say Princess Tia from Princess and the Frog Oh, because she's like the first black princess and I'm like she needs to be represented yes <laughs> I love her I love her and if you if a book was being written about the story of your life what would you call it oh I love that one what would it be called oh she made starting from the bottom sexy 
You probably need to write that. <laughs> That's a good uh, okay, okay. That's the end of all our shot fire questions. You actually did really well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that, that was really, really fun. That was fun. Um, so now we're just going to kind of go into our questions and we're still going to warm up things a little bit. So first question, what do you love? the most about yourself or one thing you thought about yourself is distinct? So I think for me, it's my ability to be able to get people to open up and just to probe because I come from a legal background. So I'm used to that investigative side of things. You know, I did criminal law, I did personal injury. So for me, it's about asking those probing questions to help people to get to the root of what they're stuck with, get to the root of what it is that they want to achieve. Because sometimes people don't realize that they're holding on to things. And then by asking those probing questions, it brings things out of them that they didn't even know were there. So I think that's what I love about myself is my ability to be able to draw you out of yourself and kind of help you to look at things from a different perspective oh, amazing that's good. that's good I love that yeah so what did your life look like three to five years ago um that could be like any really big moments any um like drastic things that happened that kind of add to like the story that you have I was unhappy. So like five years ago, I was just, I was lost. I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to do. So I was working as a manager. So I decided to leave law and I was working as a manager and I was, and I was supposed to have been happy. Like I, I almost felt like I was being ungrateful for not being happy because I was at the point where I was making more money than I'd ever made. I was doing exactly what I wanted to be doing, but I was unhappy and just something was missing. And so I remember, and it was exactly five years ago that my granddad passed away and he lived in Florida and it's my dad's dad and we went to his funeral in Florida and I just remember them kind of talking about all of the amazing things that he'd done in his life like the difference that he had made the people that he touched how he would mentor people through the church and you know go to the children's hospital and speak to the children there and it made me realize that that thing that was missing from my life was that sense of purpose like I didn't feel like I, what I was doing was making a difference it didn't feel like I was being fulfilled in any way at all so for me that that was like a defining moment for me to realize that actually this is what I this is what's missing I need to do something about it I don't want to live my life this way and so I started to look for ways that I could feel more fulfilled and that led me to mentoring Mm-hmm. And I would, and I found the Prince's Trust and I mentored with the Prince's Trust to children in underperforming schools who had the potential to be great, but just needed help to realise that full potential. And then that led me to coaching. And that was like the real like light bulb moment for me because I was like, hold on, these past six years at that time when I'd been managing, I'd been coaching and I didn't even know that that's what I was doing. It was just part of my role. So I was like, that's what's missing. That's what I love. That's what I need to focus on is coaching. So that was like this light bulb moment that just started from like the passing of a family member to reevaluating my life to then discovering something I didn't even know was missing. Wow. wow that's so true and I think it's um it's very often that when we return to the things that we naturally do so well it, mm. it brings a lot more fulfillment to us yeah. and naturally like you were saying you 
enjoyed pouring into people and mm. also seeing the result of that and so yes. it brings a, a level of fulfillment so Definitely, yeah yeah do you know what's interesting during lockdown I saw that a lot of people decided to leave their jobs mm-hmm. um, leave their um, career paths and basically just pivot and it was kind of like a reset reset button mm-hmm. like how did you feel when you were kind of pressing reset like at that five-year point where you're like okay I'm not happy I'm gonna make these changes was that scary was that was that really exciting how did you jump into that it was a mixture of both because you know any kind of change if you know we don't have a crystal ball we don't know what the future is going to hold so we do not know the impact of the decisions that we make and it's like a ripple effect so I had no idea how it would turn out and when I initially started coaching it was going to be something that I was going to use as a tool to make me a better manager but then the more I started doing it the more I realized that I loved it and for me the thing that kept me going and that kept me kind of grinded was remembering why I wanted to do it and it was exactly because I wanted to help people so although change is scary for me what's really important is focusing on why you're doing what you're doing there are going to be bumps along the road there are going to be things that don't work out but for me that's a good thing because you can learn from that and you can use that experience then to help other people so that's the thing that I love about it yeah that's so, it's so good I think also in, was the last episode that's going to come before you and um, we spoke mm. to um, Mary Masapoy Ademi which is a, like a phenomenal woman um, she's an exec at Golden Sackers, also has her own business. And she was talking about learning being so important. Like it's, you know, learning is the most important rather than the end in itself. Mm. And then actually, we can actually take a lot more from learning about what we don't like, what we do like, and, and what are, what's our purpose. And actually, the common theme amongst a lot of the women that we were speaking to is, the, is that sense of purpose. Yes. Um, and actually that's that's the reason why we exist as near enterprises organization it's like mm. we're here for a purpose and mm. it's you know profit is important but purpose without when profit without purpose um for me doesn't actually add value to me and also people around me so yeah it's really really inspiring to hear what you've got to say so next question what were the things that you did that have dramatically changed your life outcomes? So that can be the habits that you have, the practices that you do, and also your belief systems as well. So I think for me, what changed was when I developed my framework, my foundational framework in my business. So the foundation for me consists of four layers. It ha- it's clarity. So you need to be clear about what it is that you want to achieve. It's confidence. You need to be able to have the confidence to go after what it is that you want and overcome the obstacles standing in your way. You need to have a plan that tells you step by step what to do. And then you need the strategy, which tells you how to execute your plan. So that really helped me to frame everything that I'm doing in my business and in my life as well so when I am setting goals for myself and I always have like weekly goals and daily goals that I'm setting for myself I always ask myself well what's the objective what is it that I want to achieve because once you know and it's exactly what you've just said like once you're clear on your why and why you're doing what you're doing the what then starts to follow that then so this is why I want to do what I want to do I want to help people to make an impact how can I do that well I can do that through my 
one-to-one -one coaching through my workshops what does that involve what do I need to do to be able to kind of bring people on then to get that to happen what skills do I need to develop for myself so for me having a framework that's in place makes it easier for me to not only set my goals but to achieve those goals as well because if I'm clear about what I want if I know what I need to do if I've got the confidence if I've got the plan and the strategy then it just all falls into place fantastic um and business coaches have different specialisms so what would, hmm. what would be your specialism um you know in terms of like what you focus on with your clients it is startup. So it is women who are just starting out in business or who, like you say, have just kind of, who are in a career. And I think, like you say, because of COVID-19, lots of people are pivoted and starting businesses or wanting to start a business and they don't know where to begin. So I help them right at the very beginning with things like, which aren't very sexy, but necessary, like your business plan, you know, and what does that look like? What do you need to include within that? You know, who's your ideal client? So that's what I help them with is understanding those fundamental things foundational things which I'm trying to make sexy <laughs> <laughs> I love that, love that. Love that. Um, so do you see yourself as successful if yes why and if no why I'm going to say yes I do see myself as successful because for me being successful is about being better than the person that I was and I do feel like I'm so much better than the person that I was a year ago three months ago because I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly growing and evolving it's like you know when I first started out in my business I was invisible like nobody knew that I existed because I was afraid to promote myself and I was like people are going to judge me what am I going to say you know and fast forward to now I'm doing videos every week I'm doing live videos and for me that's success because I'm better than what I was before. I've written a book. I never thought that I would write a book. And I've written a book called Discover the 22 Biggest Mistakes Most Business Owners Make and What You Can Do to Avoid Them. Like, I never, I would never have done that a year ago. So for me, being successful is being able to be better and to learn more than the version of myself that existed the day before, a week before, whenever that is. Mm. Learning is such a key theme amongst a lot of um, the women that we've... Um, yeah. Um, and actually, I hope the people that are listening are really, really, you know, nailing on that. Because sometimes we think we need to figure it all out. You know, um, I think it was Pat um, Patrice Camille, I think is her name. She, she does all these like funny Instagram reels about marketing. And um, she was, she posted like a photo, was it two days ago, yesterday. And she, she did a photo of Instagram's um, branding, how he evolved, Apple's branding, how he evolved, mm. Nike's brand, how he evolved. And actually, it's so important that we're not so obsessed with getting things perfect yes it's actually worth starting and mm. starting rough i know one of one of um one of the investors that we we speak and uh, we we know andy davis he always speaks about if you're not embarrassed about your first product if you're yeah. not embarrassed then you're you know then actually you know you're, you're probably not doing the right thing so exactly. actually it's about starting from somewhere mm. um, i used to be against instagram you know instagram dms but now actually if that's what you've got to kind of start your business, start there. Use it. <laughs> Use whatever you need. Use it. And I, I look back at some of the initial videos that I did. They were rough and ready. I, I, I specifically remember one where I was wearing a Jack Daniels t-shirt. I had my teeny weeny little Afro eyes. The lighting was terrible and it was bad. But I was starting, I was starting to create videos. I was starting to put myself out there. I was refining my message. And the only way that I've learned what I've learned is by doing, by doing things 
things wrong by evolving by growing but you can't do that until you start because exactly what you said I think a lot of people are afraid of well if it's not perfect if it's not perfect I'm not putting it out there but the thing is it's never ever going to be perfect even in my business where I feel like I've got this course and it's right I'll go back into it and I'm like I could do this differently I could add this to it that's what it's about life is about evolving and growing Mm, yeah and I think um what you will find is that people's over analysis um will paralyze them and it, mm-hmm. it keeps them in that same spot um and what you were talking about those foundational points of like having clarity and confidence mm-hmm. i think those are really really crucial for execution because yeah. some, like you said we don't always know what the outcome will be mm-hmm. um and myself and Oyen have definitely learned do you know what we don't know what the outcome is going to be but if it's if it's a good outcome if it's a bad outcome we're just going to do it we're going to fail forward or we're going to celebrate and be excited but it's Mm -hmm. we have to do it in order to know like sometimes you have to actually put it out there to test whether it's worth it whether people want to buy it whether people are interested in it so yeah this is so true so Mm -hmm. true most most um you know most successful people are the ones that have probably failed the most like you know there's, yeah. a, there's a there's a conference called felcon in america i think i spoke about this in one of the other of our other episodes um felcon um basically speaks about failing um mm. what's the, what a negative conference when you hear about it <laughs> but, but actually it's quite positive actually in terms of like it gives you that room to know that actually you're a human being and you probably will fail and i know the co-founder of uber went on there and he was speaking about he was speaking about like before coming to uber before starting at uber how he had failed like shockingly like he didn't know what he was doing with his other businesses he literally had like a member like 100 members of staff and he did not even know how to pay how he was going to pay one of them because one of the deals of his investor just fell through so it's and it's this is this you know is this thing about entrepreneurship is not sexy and if you're not it's if you're not ready to go through that failing and Mm. we've spoken about so much we're very transparent about how we failed how we've flopped things have flopped but actually, it's a learning from that that's yeah. helped us wither and grow further. Um, so whoever's yeah. listening to this, please just stop. And um, yeah, it will, it will increase bravery as well. Definitely. Yeah. Be brave. Be yeah. courageous. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next question. Um, what is your advice for, for the woman who may be confused about the path that they should go on? Yeah, this is a very familiar story for me so first of all I would say that it's kind of normal to reach a point in your career in your life where you feel confused and that's a normal thing to do and so I would say that the three tips that I would give is to do a skill check so I think sometimes when you're in that position where you're feeling confused you sometimes forget what you bring to the table so do a skill check look at some of the skills that you already have so I remember when I did this for myself and at the time I was a supervisor I looked at what it is that I had so you know I had skills as a supervisor as a leader I had analytical skills I had communication skills and then once you've done yourself a skill check and you are clear about what it is that you can bring to the table then the next thing is looking at well what are some of the things that I've enjoyed about the various roles that I've had over my career because even if you didn't like one role there's going to be elements from that role that you actually did enjoy because then what you're starting to do is you're almost starting to create like a new path for yourself out of bits and pieces from the other careers that you've had 
So for me, I liked being able to manage people. I liked being able to give them advice. I'd liked helping to give them technical advice on their cases. So I, I, I kind of took from my roles what I enjoyed. And then once you've done that, once you know what your skills are, once you've identified the parts of your roles that you've enjoyed, then you can start to dream big and i feel like a lot of people are afraid to do this because we tell ourselves these limiting stories that no there's there's no way that i would be able to become this coach or become a lawyer or become an accountant or whatever it is we tell ourselves these stories so allow yourself to kind of dream big and ask yourself if there were no restrictions if there were no obstacles what would i want to do like if there was nothing stopping me from doing what I wanted to do, what's the one thing that I would choose to do? And if that one thing that you want to do doesn't exist, you can create it. We're talking about people pivoting in their careers. So if you think in your mind, I don't know that I want to be this astronaut that coaches people or whatever it is if that doesn't exist, then you can create that for yourself and then you know it's it's just it's, it's so important that you don't stop at, okay, this is what it is that I want to do. You then go a step further than that and say, well, how can I do that? That might mean that you need to do some research. It might mean that you need to do a course. It might mean that you need to get some support. But by being clear yourself about what do I bring to the table? What do I like about the things that I've done before? Am I allowing myself to dream big? What do I want to do? And how can I get there? What's the plan for me being able to get there? yeah oh wow that's fantastic fantastic to hear um and also it's really really nice that you just said that it's okay it's okay for you to be confused during the journey mm. um because we're so we're so obsessed with having it figured out yeah you know, i know i struggle with that like i'm confused but i need to get out of the confusion <laughs> but actually sometimes enjoy the confusion it sounds odd but it's actually enjoy the confusion enjoy yeah. the process of being confused because if you really sp spend time to pace yourself within that, you really understand what is the actual solution within the confusion. Yeah. Oftentimes when we're confused um, and we're frustrated about the confusion is because um, it's because we, um, we are not patient with ourselves. It's because, mm. um, you know, I believe in God and I believe, you know, that everything kind of, you know, goes to him and, like my life is ordered, my steps are ordered by him. Mm. And sometimes when I'm confused and I'm frustrated about my confusion, um, it's because I really want to fix it now, now, now. Yeah. And actually sometimes there's learning about, for me and my character, yeah. within that whole process. So, exactly. Yeah. That's a word right there. That, that, and that is so fundamentally true. Like being in that point of confusion, allow yourself to sit in that. And like you say, ask yourself, what is it that I'm confused about? Because actually sometimes we overthink things a lot. And the thing that we think that we're confused by actually isn't. And for me, I remember when I made that switch from law to being in management, the thing that I was confused about was well, what did I want to do? But by taking myself through that process and about what it is that I wanted to do, what did I bring to the table? What skills do I have? I was clearer and just instantly, and like I say, I say this to people and they don't believe me. As soon as I became clear about what I wanted to do, the job came up. I was looking at a paper and the paper, there's a job in that paper that had the exact role that I wanted. So it was in management. I was helping people. I was giving technical advice. That was the job that was there because I was clearer I was able to see it but I oh. wouldn't be able to do that if I hadn't allowed myself to go through that process to sit mm -hmm. in that confusion and then to work myself through it oh that's really powerful and I, th I think when you're clear it, 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 it loses a level of confidence yeah because right? you're like 
this is what I can do. This is the mm-hmm. value I can add, and I know, and I know, nobody can tell me otherwise. Yeah. No one can tell me otherwise. So that's really, really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Powerful. That was actually so powerful. Yeah. You, you guys are gonna love this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. So, last question then. So, um, you know, you know, um, if have you got any? I know you spoke about your book and. Um, you know, that you just released the book. Do you just want to share more information about the book and any other um, projects that you're working on or opportunities that people can get involved with, you know, with your business and your coaching services? Definitely. So my book is called Discover the 22 Biggest Mistakes Most Business Owners Make and What You Can Do to Avoid Them. It is available on Amazon. And if you've got Kindle Unlimited, then it will be free to you. And I wrote that book because of the mistakes that I made in my business because of the things that I did wrong and you know I think we're living in a climate now where things are uncertain the economy is uncertain people's future and their careers is uncertain so more and more people are leaning towards starting their own business and I feel like people sometimes rush into starting a business you know they, they get kind of mesmerized by the glitz and glamour of what it would be like to have your own business and all the free time and all the money that you can have and the reality is that's not how it looks like <laughs> it's like that iceberg isn't it where you know people can kind of see the top of it they see you know is the success that you have but they don't see the struggle and what it took to kind of get to that point wow. yeah and that's what my book was about. It was about saying it's not all, you know, rainbows and stars. There are some things that you can be doing to set yourself up for, for success. These are some of the common mistakes that you probably want to be looking at to avoid because that's going to help you in the future. So that's one thing that I've got at the moment. I'm, re- I'm just going to be releasing a... I'm just going to be posting on Instagram about this later today and to my email list about my confidence workshop, because again, confidence is so important, not just in your business, but just in all aspects of your professional life. So I've got that workshop that's coming up. So if you want to find out more about that, go to my website, www.assetbusinessconsultancy.co.uk forward slash shop, and you can look at the workshop there. Awesome. Awesome. Can you share your Instagram, your LinkedIn? Yes. Where people can find you, please. Yeah. So on Instagram, you can find me at Lucille Rowe, L-U-C-I-L-L-E, Rowe, R-O underscore. And then on LinkedIn, it's Lucille Roach, R-O-A-C-H-E. Awesome. Nice. Love that. Love that. So guys, you have heard it all from Lucille. She has given us the truth today. I hope you've been, you've received your pick me up because that was a whole preach insert sermon. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the woke work for this week is for you to go and find Lucille's book, Discover 22 of the biggest mistakes most business owners make. Find it and buy it. Like she said, you can even get it for free in Kindle edition. I'm sure it's going to absolutely blow your mind and help you even further on your journey, whether you're just starting out, starting out or, you're, or you're a little bit further, but you know there are certain things that you need to get done. And also, in addition to that, I want you guys to do a SWOT analysis on who? Not the business, yourself yourself because I think that sometimes it's good for us to understand in order for us to have clarity we need to locate ourselves you know there are things that we do great and there are things that we need help in and sometimes moving forward requires you to do that analysis on you what things are you doing well what things aren't you what what threats do you have what potential is there going to be if you work on certain things so 
I want you guys to go away and do that and let us know how you're getting on with it and hashtag us at woke up pod if you're getting it done post about on your story on twitter let us know how it's going and yeah all right everyone thank you so much um for joining us on this episode till next time make sure that you um subscribe so that you get notifications of when the podcast comes out we're on spotify um we're on apple podcast we're on all on all major um, um, podcasts and platforms. Give us a five star on Apple podcast um, and also share this podcast with as many friends as possible that you think will um, benefit from this episode and any episodes that you've listened to. We've had phenomenal women. I'm so inspired by the amount of the great types of um, women that we've interviewed. We've interviewed um, from you know, startups, startup founders to, to, um, to high value investors, to co- business coaches, um, to corporate execs and to corporate um, people working in the corporate space. We've even interviewed techies as well. So um, if you would like to be on this podcast, um, you can actually email us on admin at neoenterprise.com. Right now we are um, com- continuing the Black Disruptor series. I'm loving it. So I don't know when we're going to stop this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So I think we're just going to continue um until until we think that we need to have another conversation (laughs) me and you and me and and yourselves have another conversation again but till next time everyone have a fantastic day bye bye